0: word, Cringeworthy Tales, and now your host, Weekly Humorist, Editor-in-Chief, Marty Dundix.
1: Hi, and welcome to Talkward. I'm Marty Dundix, and this is uh, Word, a fun little podcast where professionally funny people come to tell awkward and cringeworthy stories. Uh, I'm very excited about uh, my guest today. This is her second appearance on TalkWord. She was here a little over a year ago. Um, she is just like a comedy media uh, mogul machine. She's constantly producing and creating new platforms and shows and things. Uh, so welcome back to Word Brittany Brave.
0: Hello. Hi. Hi. Comedy media mogul machine. I don't deserve that. Come on.
1: You're so uh, active though. You're so busy doing all these like cool projects. The first time you mm-hmm. came in, you were doing a project with uh, doing a thing called Catcall. Right. Yes. And it was it was a, a collective group. So f- so far, so mm-hmm, far, mm-hmm. and um, I went out to a show in Queens,
0: uh, Woodside, Woodside, in- for our one-year anniversary. Yeah. yeah, that was a great
1: show. Thank you. Um, and since then, you do a lot of things. You do, um. Like a tarot card show, a QED? I do. Which I still want to go to.
0: Yeah, that's fun. It's Improvised Tarot. Yeah. It's uh, comedians' bullshit tarot readings for audience members. And then there's a psychic there. That and you
1: in. produce that show?
0: Yes, I came up with it and I produce it. And yeah. there's a lot
1: of great people on that show. You, yeah. you book that show too?
0: I do, yeah. Is it's that a, monthly? It is mo- now, it's bi monthly at okay. QED um, every Sunday. It's the second Sunday of the month at 8.30. And we have a lot of returning players. We have like a main kind of cast that we cycle through. But mm-hmm. then every other month, I bring new comedians and improvisers on and it's it's a great time we deal with some real life problems too
1: so you're doing um readings from people in the audience? Yeah, so So it's, you're really reliant on that audience.
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, the first show was a little bit... It took a second to crack everybody open and kind of get them like ready to go. And, what if like, no get one re- comes? Oh, uh, well, then I guess we don't have a show. <laughs> <laughs> Has
1: that happened? Uh, no, not okay. yet.
0: Fortunately. Wow. Yeah, we have... Um, I think it's just Astoria is like really nice and communal and like QED is such a great following. Yeah. Um, and I do think... It, it, by no means shooting my own horn, but I, I think like Tarot's really... Popular now in astrology. Mm -hmm. And And that's with
1: the cards, and that's with the people on the cards. Yeah. how many different cards are there in tarot?
0: Oh god, that's a good question. Is it is
1: it more than ten? I
0: should know this. Definitely more than ten. Okay. There's like a major arcana and a minor arcana. I should know this. I think it's upwards of like 70 cards. That feels about right. So
1: it's more than a playing card deck.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they um and I do I I, I like that hippy dippy shit. I regret it. This is where that's everyone fun. tunes out. No. No. Um,
1: that's where people um, tune in. They lean into that. I
0: hope so. Yeah. This isn't like, boring. Yeah, that's true. I just I don't, I don't care. I don't. I, you know, this planet ex me so i pay more attention to the other ones mm-hmm. um yeah four or five rounds two comedians each round i host it and we get an audience volunteer they dump a problem a burning question on us and then we 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 deal the cards but the comedians do the tarot reading and you know so
1: it's all just kind of made up funny it's bu-
0: absolute bullshit it's crowd work they just it's improv too have they, they
1: ever gotten close
0: all the time. Really? Without even trying. Sometimes they just read the cards very well. And then other times they're so far off, it's com- it's comical. And it's then
1: just- but you could also be like, oh, this is how they do it for real. Like you can su- mm-hmm. is it the power of suggestion. So it's like yeah. you can make a, a general comment and then the person will zero in on this sp- specificity of that generalization and mm-hmm. be like oh my god you got it exactly right I do have a dog named Arthur yeah. and you're like what? Yeah, yes. how did that oh, happen? of course that's exactly what I meant
0: that's exactly what I was saying this entire time yeah uh, it's just funny though because they, when they do get it right they're not using their intuitive powers at all they're just like literally and it's so funny so many recurring jokes every show even with a new cast of comedians every time you pull a card that has swords mm-hmm. or wands it's a dick joke comes kind up obviously. every single time there's a lot of naked women on the tarot cards right. and everyone's always like well this is a very big breasted woman things good things are coming to you you know it's always the same
1: Pl-plenti- plentifulness Plenti- is on its way
0: yeah and then there's a chariot card so everyone makes a joke about Gavin DeGraw and his number one hit single from many years ago chariot so it's you know we have our own little callbacks on the show
1: that's fun it's
0: fun and then a psychic comes in at the end and actually makes a us legit
1: in- psychic yes. so you get a legit psychic every time
0: yeah it's kind of a great deal for audience members because it's like eight bucks Yeah, and and they get like a comedy show and we give away a free drink if you get a reading and they get a tarot reading at the end. The Psychic is like... That's a good deal. It's a great deal. Um, it's very big with date nights, very big with girls' nights. Yeah. We've done couples' readings. We've had drunk people come on stage and be like, I just wanted to break up. What's yeah. happening? I mean, it's like, oh, and it's it's just fun.
1: And it can be, it's an uplifting thing either way. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm. It's I'm, I'm going to come out for that one. The last time I, I came out to Queens was for that... Cat Call Show.
0: That was the last time you were in Queens. I don't go to Queens. Yeah, like, that's true.
1: It's I'm a I'm a Park Sloper. It's a it's far.
0: He's a Park Sloper. I mean, everybody. Well, there's
1: like Brooklyn, and then Robert. there's like there's like this is my Brooklyn, and then there's Williamsburg, yeah, which is a totally different Brooklyn. <laughs> and then there's Long Island City, and then there's Queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it is far because they mm. don't make it easy. I got to go all the way in, uh, into like Union Square, and then all the way over. Oh yeah. Or all the way up, and then over to like Queens, Queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the whole line. That's like me taking the whole queue. Yeah all the way to the end.
0: I know. I teach improv in Park Slope and it's always like very long for me to get And
1: you never call.
0: I know, I'm sorry. It's okay. I need to. I now am. you know. Now that I know it's your Brooklyn, I like how you said there's my Brooklyn and then Williamsburg. And I'm like, okay, Marty's Marty owns Brooklyn, everybody. I just um, like
1: this one little it's like a three block zone that's like my Mr. Rogers neighborhood of of, of I love it. It's Mr. Marty's neighborhood. <laughs> and it's just I walk down the street, there's my uh my hardware store man. Mm-hmm. Who is this this old uh, Greek guy that has, every day he wears uh, suspenders that look like tape measures. Oh, I I live in a story I
0: love old Greek men. uh, Yeah. Hello, my friend. Hello. hello, my friend. <laughs> hello, good morning, yeah. sir. Hello,
1: Victor. <laughs> and uh, there's like this this guy who works with Johnny. Hello, Johnny. Yeah. Hey, guy in the dry cleaning place. <laughs> hey, this guy. They're like, hello. Like, Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> if I'm if I'm if I if I walk to the two three at the at the right time of day up Fifth Avenue, I run into all the shop owners as they're opening their shops. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, hey, hey.
0: Do, do they do they curtsy and ball change out of the doors of their they of their businesses? And they're all animated. My by whole the life way. is a
1: music. There's birds and squirrels kind of dancing around me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice. Okay. Well, maybe I'll. Re- <laughs> I've
1: been alone too long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, my my imagination is officially oh, out of control. A little bit. Yeah. Um, oh. No. Yeah. Brooklyn to Queens is like I, I joke about that. It, 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 the dating. I'm like that's a long distance relationship. It is. It really is. Like, like I think oh. I would
1: I would rather match up with somebody in Philadelphia than yeah like. uh uh, i want to say uh what's even further like hamilton heights yeah you know yeah yeah yeah. we're like hamilton heights Heights. where is that
0: someone had just introduced me to inwood i had never heard of inwood the other day inwood is far and i was like that's long island right and they were like it may as well be i mean inwood is is far far Yeah. yeah i um
1: but if you talk to them they're like it's still manhattan no, of, like, oh, but of
0: course. yeah, and you're like, you're like,
1: okay, like sure it is.
0: yeah, yeah, you're like, I don't know, it has a different vibe than no nobody to- travels. isn't to that any- like
1: two hundred and fiftieth street?
0: I think it's like, yeah, isn't it very close to the Bronx? Yeah yeah it's not Manhattan it's no. not if you can't get Sparrow pizza and not everything's lit up it's not Manhattan Sparrow,
1: <laughs> Sparrow pizza Sparrow
0: pizza culture everybody it's yeah.
1: mall pizza it's right next to the Panda Express it,
0: it is I always say I feel like I am like Sparrow pizza personified because I'm very Italian but my name is Brittany so you'd never guess yeah. it so I'm not authentic I'm like mall, mall pizza. Sparrow pizza yeah, yeah that's the Sparrow's
1: nice. there's a Taco Bell there's a Panda Express yeah and then you go over and you're gonna get, sneak all that into the movies
0: yeah and yeah and you have me it's a, your little taste of culture exactly
1: it. yeah you've got a lot of stuff happening so i saw you a year ago and you were working on uh the cat call stuff and which you is were... since folded it's folded i just i well, it put it on fold. The... it's it developed into something new so this yeah. was something you did it was a you know it was a lot of work and then mm-hmm. you because because of that you you turned it into this you're making me feel better about so it so it turned into uh the violently violently funny
0: Sure, brand, yeah,
1: yeah. And now how did that come about? Because you have a, a, a another comedian that you work with. Mm-hmm. So you have a partner mm-hmm. and these are live shows mm-hmm. and a podcast. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about how did the podcast start? How did you meet her? What's the whole thing?
0: I gotcha. Yeah, it, that is kind of that's an interesting way of looking at it. I feel like the feminine energy went from Catcall to violently funny interesting yeah so violently funny is a, that is, that is a good way of putting it the other day i was like i don't know what to do with cat call anymore i just think i gotta put a pin in it and that's it anyways violently funny so
1: cat call cat call from like cat call like wink wink to don't you fucking say that to me
0: literally yeah someone the other day was like is that dead i was like don't bring it up <laughs> don't speak of the dead that way it's um, got a
1: black eye <laughs> it does it's got two black eyes.
0: get it violently funny um no violently funny is a podcast at its core but obviously we do live shows too. And now I guess we're like a comedic duo. Uh, I'm a survivor of domestic violence, as is comedian Onika McLean. Yep. This time last year, we met performing at Safe Horizon, a benefit show for uh, women and children who are victims of domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a female empowerment day where we got to do comedy and cheer them up and talk about DV and related issues. Uh, and Onika and I like, by the way, side note, hardest comedy show I've ever done, Right. Like we had a conversation up front, and we were like, okay, so are we doing comedy? Do these people want to hear comedy? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, make them laugh. We want to bring comedy in. And we're like, all right. So is it anything off the table? Yeah. And they were like, no, no, no. They know laugh.
1: People say that. People say that. <laughs> and we're like, are you
0: sure? And they're like, no, it's going to be a good day. We're going to have food and drinks. It's going to be great. And I walked in halfway through Onika's set, and it was a much smaller setup, much more intimate. In Onika, who by the way is a hilarious, lover wouldn't work with her if I didn't think so. I could hear a pin drop during her set, and by the time I walked in, I was like, she's not really telling jokes. She's it's it's just kind of shifted into funny but inspirational. Was it more speaking? just like talking truth? It, that's what it evolved okay. into. Um, and I remember we locked eyes from across the room, and she was like. Uh, and I was like, "Yep, okay, reading the room, yeah." So, and it's just you know they weren't ready to laugh the yeah. women, minute, and which makes sense. Um, so we switched gears. I, I was sweating bullets during my set. Yeah. The second I was like, "Jokes aren't going to work here. Let's just be myself and talk yeah. and connect with people."
1: Break it down. Break it down. Folks. Lay it down.
0: Um, and we just—I don't know—we we we bonded, and we realized our stories had a lot in common. And we were like, "Domestic violence isn't talked about a lot. What if we created a show, a podcast?" That made it, you know,
1: yeah, not
0: not make intimate partner violence fun, but you know, make it digestible.
1: So, what's a typical? How long are the episodes? And you have guests, yes, and who who have the guests been? And what do you guys talk about? Yeah,
0: so we uh, does, that, does
1: the guest have to be someone who's been in a relationship that that's been like that
0: for the most part? Yeah, okay. they have some connection to it or some related. Connection to sexual or domestic Violence in some way um, They're for anywhere from 45 minutes To just shy of two hours So we do try and to you keep,
1: do it at the Comic, comic strip, strip.
0: Yeah. yeah we Record shout out the comic strip great place Great location nice yeah.
1: facility very
0: Nice facility yeah and our producer Adam is Wonderful too um, They have been usually The core tenant is domestic violence Or like exposing uh, Unhealthy not just a dating podcast, but unhealthy and toxic dating patterns. But yeah. obviously it's a complicated issue, so it bleeds into, like, body positivity, sex work, reproductive rights, mm-hmm. feminism, dating in general, so on and so forth. Um, and it's, yeah, usually everyone is a survivor. Or we have people on who just uh, are really strong, successful women mm-hmm. and and have stories about how they, like, broke through barriers in their industry or unique career paths and stuff. So we had... Um, Dr. Georgia Witkin she was on CNBC Fox CBS she is uh, like uh, the, she's a professor that she leads up psychology and OBGYN practices at Mount Sinai writes for psychology today has penned like 13 books she was great Um, Then we had Erica Pittman, who was a big exec at Viacom and helped found Revolt TV with P. Diddy. Like, she's one who isn't Mm -hmm. necessarily directly affected by DV, but has an incredible career story, you know. And it ranges, you know, it's it's guests for a couple episodes. And then sometimes it's just me and Onika Mm -hmm. checking in and catching up. Um, But, yeah, there's usually there's the usual tenant that brings us all together. Tenant is like... And evil. do you have
1: topics? Like, do you say this is going to be the topic for this entire episode? Is nah. it like a one topic or just kind of like a chat?
0: It's just a chat. Okay. It's whatever is unique to that person's story. Like mm-hmm. I said, we've had someone who was a DV survivor, but then the conversation became a lot about eating disorders mm-hmm. and and fat shaming and body dysmorphia and things like that. So that's a great episode because now you're, you know, it's related audiences, related topics. Um, and then we had another DV survivor who's also a porn star, Minnie Scarlett. She's wonderful. Interesting. And then it was also now sex work came in it and how sex, sex positive sex positive sex yeah positive. and these things are all interrelated and you know it's never a black and white issue
1: who am i thinking of uh, there is in this building there is a pr agency and they do pr for a f- kind of a feminist porn company cool okay it's like created by f- it's for women it's, it's like is porn it directors are women vixen I think it's, is it Erica Lust?
0: I don't know who the person is, but I know Vixen is the website that's for, it's like directed by women, I think, if I'm not.
1: And it's all like very natural. It's not all like, you know, glammed up. Now so we're sharing, all...
0: now we're sharing nighttime routines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're in the it's building a, and yeah. they have
1: like the funnest uh, toys and topics that I'll like walk by and I'm like, what's going on here? Uh, they're very fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They're very sex positive and there's like images and posters that are all like very art, it's like very art Artistic. Art, artistic. Yeah. Kind of art house film adult stuff. And you're like, oh, this is actually very, very beautiful. Body positive stuff.
0: Well done porn. Yeah. Yeah. It's not all, yeah. you know, it's, it looks
1: non-CGI. Yeah. It's not all. enhanced. Anal, or
0: anal with my stepdad. Then he punches me in the face. At porn, which, listen. It's deeper
1: than that. It
0: is. Yeah. Because then they
1: also talk about their feelings. I
0: lo- Yeah. Which, you know, if you talk about it afterwards, you feel better. No. Uh... <laughs> just kidding totally kidding um yeah we we have a sponsor on our podcast too plus one vibrators
1: oh nice again
0: too very sex positive yeah you know i'm um, just very uh, the pleasure shouldn't be a luxury so they're like very affordable accessible sex toys mm-hmm. and they're not i love the brand it's just a down-to-earth this is what it's for yeah know, right, a little pleasure you know we love them and they're a huge supporter of the show um, so, you
1: get to give one out every episode?
0: Yeah, we do giveaways every episode. and That's then, nice. Yeah, the girls love it. A lot of girls, we've had some people have their first orgasms through it, which really? is really fun, or their first sex toy. And we love those things just as much, too.
1: That's exciting. So, how long, yeah. ha- how many episodes do you have of Violently Funny?
0: We have a season one with 10 episodes under our belt. Wow, that's great. Yes, from last year, October to December. And then we just started season two, and then we have our live recording.
1: Yes, so at- let's talk about your live show that's going to be yeah. the 31st. Yes. At Caveat. Yes. What time?
0: 7 to 8.30 p.m.
1: Okay. Tickets Square- are on sale now. Right
0: now. $15 dollars presale, $20 at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, whole variety. I'm going to go. Are you really? Yeah, I'll go. I hope so. It's going to be a really good time.
1: If it's not in Queens, I'll go.
0: It's not in Queens. It's very close to here.
1: <laughs> I go to Cave. I was at Caveat last night uh, for another show. Love that venue very Serious much. Matters. And I go there for another show called A Night of Humorous Readings, which is a great comedy reading shows there's more about people that re- uh that write comedy for the new yorker or mcsweeney's mm-hmm. or whatever and then they read their stuff it's very good yeah um and then there's another show there
0: modern whitney uh,
1: there was one last night after the show i was there called um sketchy history okay and Ver- uh, victoria hoffman was there for that very cool And then i saw her after at uh, the bar on the corner she's so nice yeah great she's so funny yeah um and you also do stand-up comedy. I do. So uh, what stand-up comedy are you up to doing now?
0: Uh, just, you know, getting up every night. Uh, are you getting up every night? Yeah.
1: And you're going to be at Old Man Hustle tonight. Tonight. If people are listening to this live, which in theory they could be.
0: Oh, really? If they oh, were, that changes everything. If they were
1: at weeklyhumorous.com slash live this is a live stream
0: come and stalk me
1: um people could go to old man hustle and see britney brave
0: please stalk me it's the most it's the highest form of flattery have you it's had the only way I' know you're interested
1: stalkers before? um
0: i've definitely had, yeah i have had people like show up at shows i've had guys this is a weird one guys that i've definitely been dodging dates with mm. see me post my show dates mm. and then show up and kind of ambush me And then afterwards, they're like, you were great. And I'm like, ah! Like, when I see them at the venue. Uh, I mean, it's nice
1: that you were great and that you have an audience member.
0: They're a fan. I say, all, all the creepers that slide into the DMs, 2020... They're, we're turning trolls into ticket sales in 2020. That's you know, just what we're doing. Buy a
1: ticket, buy at least a couple of drinks. That's what I'm saying. And then don't talk to me after the
0: show. But they trap. They try to trap me into hanging out with them. They're yeah. like, oh, hey. And like, what are you doing now? You want to go grab a drink? And I'm like, no, not. I'm going home, man. <laughs> you can't. You know, don't trap me on my job. Yeah. Um. But on that note, uh, you know, the only way I'll ever know if someone's interested is if they're stalking me and suffocating me. So two spots tonight at Old Man Hustle, 8 and 10 p.m.,
1: Double, double yeah. header for And you. then a,
0: a show in Bushwick. I don't know the place's name at nine. So if you're in Brooklyn, you can come and kill me. If you're it in Bushwick. Manhattan, you can come and kill me. <laughs> I feel
1: like sometimes the shows that are out in the middle of nowhere, it's like, there's this great show. It's it's down the hall, to the left, you go in the broom closet, you go down those mm-hmm, stairs and it's mm-hmm. this great show in like this sub basement next to the boiler, but not that boiler, the other boiler. And
0: if you smell um if you smell what is it, formaldehyde, it's like it's okay, it's next to It's smelling bombing fluid. It's next to a funeral home. It's fine. wink at
1: this, and then you can get in. It's the best show in town. You're like, what are you talking
0: about? I have been (laughs) on those shows that are in, like, and it's always Bushwick, by the way, too. That it's in an unmarked building, down the stair, down the stair, left to right. And then you have to say, like, a secret code word, and it's donation, and it reeks of weed.
1: And then you go uh, in and you're like, I bomb, and you're like, "Wow, uh, Jim Gaffigan and Jerry Seinfeld are here." This like, is wild. Hell? This place is, this yeah, is a great yeah. show.
0: And by the way, we all bomb because it's Bushwick, and Bushwick doesn't want to laugh at anything. So. Oh, is that true? Yeah, I don't bad know. Audience members? I think I just, I just do well. I do, but yeah, fuck Bushwick. Yeah, fuck Brooklyn, kind of.
1: Fuck yeah. you, Brooklyn, yeah. a little bit.
0: Uh, I do. I have way better shows in Manhattan, Harlem, Bronx, yeah. Queens, everything else. Something about Brooklyn, not all the time, but certain rooms. He's just very. So don't say that. So, yeah, she's too short and loud. I've seen mm-hmm. some good.
1: Um, it's fun following all of the comedy shows because you can't go to all of these comedy shows. Right? Yeah. There's too many. Yeah, yeah. You want to go to a bunch of them, me. and you're like, I can't to all these shows. But you see them on Instagram stories, right? So I like seeing what I missed, and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll go to that one. Bookmark Next
0: time. it for later. Yeah, right. Like,
1: Next time I'm gonna go to that show. Next time. I'm-. But there are a couple that I I want to. There's one uh, up in Harlem that mm-hmm. looks really good. I think it's called Harlem Nights.
0: Harlem Nights is a great comedy bar. Yeah, Joe Hill runs a great room there every Wednesday. So I want to
1: go there. I want to go to the barbershop.
0: Barbershop comedy is a good one that too. Looks really good. Shrine is good in Harlem. Um,
1: they have a brunch show. I want to go to Butterboy at Littlefield, which is hilarious that I haven't been because I live literally two blocks away from I
0: it. Got to get there. That I know it's too just, it, close. I think this is
1: on Monday nights, and I think I'm. I'm obviously watching The Bachelor on Monday night, so.
0: Oh, I, Marty, you break my heart. I
1: I Got to watch it. I gotta
0: pri- watch. Pre- to, prior to recording, Marty says, "Do you watch The Bachelor?" <laughs> and I said, "No." Do you? And he said, "Oh my God, yes!" I, mean, and I
1: was like, "Oh, Marty." It's so bad. It's, it's so bad. It's good.
0: We have guilty pleasure shows. It's great. Have you seen that show on Netflix, The Circle? It looks so infinitely stupid.
1: You're probably like the tenth person who's told me about the show in two days.
0: I have not watched it. Everyone, lo- everyone
1: loves it. My one friend, Josiah, (sighs) said that he loved it because he thought that it was scripted which made it genius and then people at his office were like no no it's not scripted it's reality it's reality He goes, like, there's no way this is reality so because of that take i want to see it just because it just to see what it like. seems so like it couldn't possibly be real so the, i want to watch it because it, it
0: seems like a total the, what farce of itself it yeah. seems like a total yeah um, it sounds
1: like a black mirror episode i think right? it's, 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 it's real
0: it, but it's real and i think it's just too on the nose with how people are yeah like it's like It's kind of like the real world, right, from Mm -hmm. my understanding. But they live in different rooms of a house and they don't get to actually see each other. They only interact through what likens, uh, it's similar to like a dating app. They only interact through an app. Like a chat. A chat. Okay. And they only share what they want and connect on that app when they want. And I'm like, this is too on the nose. Could
1: one of the members just be an AI bot? like a chatbot they're
0: probably all chatbots would chat that be great bots. if they
1: were all chatbots like this is the target.com chat yes this is the you know e chatbot and they're all just talking to each other and we're watching it
0: yeah that's it <laughs> i think so i think it's everyone in customer service at fedex like yeah. i think it's that's what it is that's who they got and who they pulled that'd be funny or it's the people i watch that show. who are going to replace us in 10 years the robots that yeah. are going to replace 10 years two years um I, mean, you yeah, know, it's not for me. It's a little too millennial yeah. for me. I think yeah. it's great. Yeah. I'll
1: watch that. Okay. I watched all of the medical police.
0: Have not seen that. It's
1: great. No. Rob Hubel. Okay. It's from the guys that did uh, Children's Hospital. Okay. On, uh, Adult Swim. So funny. So high budget. David Wayne. It's really. Oh, good. Oh, I like David Wayne a it's lot. It's really yeah. good. So binge watch that. It's like eight episodes. I um. It's so it's like dumb comedy, but it's done in a really expensive way. Yes. Which I love. I love it when I mean, they can dump just like a ton, like this huge budget, on this like action movie quality, but it's like the jokes are really silly, low brow, it's great. and I'm like yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah, low brow. But then they spent like so much money to make this. You're just like I gotta. You, you have to appreciate the amount that they. That they spent just for this dumb gag,
0: yeah, just to execute a really dumb joke. Yep. Yeah, I do. I do have a respect yep. for that. I am. Um, I really like. It's old news at this point, but I'm. I'm dying for another season of. I think you should leave.
1: So I. I get frustrated when I don't have a new season of a show that I love so much, and there weren't enough episodes of that. Like, no, it was at too all. short Way too short. Like a traditional television, like what you saw me watching before, which was a great episode of Castle or <laughs> a classic Murder She Wrote those tv uh shows on network had 22 episodes for one season mm-hmm. and then you watch one of these great shows on netflix and it's like oh the five. episode has six five you're like what that's what not a fuck? season yeah that's nothing
0: well i did the, another one too Was working moms i just it's a canadian sitcom i love it i think it's great yeah really fun i love that there's three female leads and they're all funny they're all really good character you know funny actresses uh and i, I barreled through the three seasons and i loved the show that i rewatched it and then i was like come on where's this can't be it there's so many untied storylines yeah. unleft you know and then they're like oh no season 4 is coming uh, winter 2020. meaning like that. And I'm like,
1: what? I'm like, What is this, Game of Thrones? Yeah, like, come how much, on. How much yeah. time did I mean, I get Game of Thrones took a while to make. It was real big.
0: Yeah, it was real big. You know,
1: <laughs> you got all these dragons. <laughs> it's hard to put all these dragons on the television. I get
0: it. You had to wait for the dragons to grow up. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It's
1: a yeah. continuity problem. But you know? these
0: women are alive right now. Yeah,
1: they could just be making shows.
0: Even if they're pregnant, even better. Yeah. It works for the show. Yeah. Yeah, and you do lose interest a little bit when a show takes that. At least for me. Yeah. Because then sometimes I feel like when it takes that long. Life takes off. Life takes off and without it, could it. take
1: you someplace else. Yeah. You're like, sorry, I'm into the circle right now. I was so. just about
0: to be like, I might love work and moms now and Castle later. I don't know. Have you never seen Castle? No, I didn't even know about it until tonight. Ugh. And I thought it was starring Michael J. Fox, but I realized I don't have my glasses no, on. It's
1: a Nathan Fillion. Sure. wonderful. Uh, Which we
0: concluded is jacked Michael J. Fox.
1: When you see him, you'll you'll think that's a ridiculous thing to say. But well no, you know you're right. He has kind of that thing. he has like eighties Alex P. Keaton hair, but okay. he's just much like I guess just like thicker of a person. Okay. He's got like a jaw. I like that. Um, and now he's on the rookie, which is the ABC uh, show, which I is great. You know? I'm more of a network TV person.
0: Interesting.
1: I'm more Network you know, I'm,
0: TV nausea, it's me now. I'm
1: watching some blue bloods on a Friday night, mm. you know, me i uh, me and Donnie Wahlberg mm. and some, you know, Tom Selleck. How about it?
0: Is still in the game? I have, f- I have
1: a rich and full life. On Friday nights, I'm watching my Magnum PI, my Blue Bloods, and Hawaii Five O.
0: And that's all you need.
1: Have a nice pizza. Well, that's it. Get, go to bed early
0: that's that's the dream I'm, uh, I'm about to turn 29 next week and i uh wow, 29 uh, it's almost all over it is almost all over it's a lot going into your last year your 20s yeah. now when i do stupid things i'm just like all right we only got we only got a year left to where this is even remotely justifiable get your shit together i don't even remember my 20s anymore i don't it's I th- a blur I, I feel like i've been in my 20s for 40 years yeah i'm like okay you know, like, even when I was twenty three, I was like, Okay, I'm like I'm fifty on the inside. Like let's just It's nice yeah. getting
1: older. You definitely care less about a everything. Lot of
0: stuff, everything. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like I can wear a fedora now and I don't even think twice about it. <laughs> That's how you know. You That's don't how you care. know I'm not in
0: my twenties anymore. That's how you know
1: you don't care what anybody thinks of you.
0: Right around twenty seven, twenty eight, <laughs> I was like I turned to a friend and I said, Isn't I said, Isn't sitting down great? And that's yes. how I knew. And then she was like, yeah. Was yeah. Like, Sitting is really underrated. It's the best. It feels incredible. Like
1: I'm like, oh, these chewable one days are delicious. delicious. I,
0: my parents were like, what do you want for Christmas, this last Christmas? And I said, I would really love a Dirt Devil.
1: Mm-hmm. And my mom
0: was like, and I was like, I just need a really good vacuum. I need yeah. a really good, and that's good when suction. I was like, I'm dead inside. Yeah. yeah, that's it.
1: With, like, a nice long cord. Yeah, and I'm I want- a short cord business.
0: I want a teapot. I just got an essential oils diffuser. Nice. Yeah, I follow, I, I, what if, if I have a late night comedy show, I nap in the green room. You know, I sit out of fights a lot. To, like, You know, things where you're like, that makes me really angry. And then two seconds later, you're like, I'm opt out of out. breath. Yeah, opt out. Opt out. That's, unsubscribe. Unsubscribe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I can't. That's that's a young woman's game, yelling about that. Like, I can't. We have a,
1: I have a family chat, uh, as many people probably do on their phones. So on my iPhone, there's like a group chat mm-hmm. that's like my parents and my two sisters. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of my sister's kids and just like my mom texting stuff and my mom will write specifically to one of the sisters on the group chat like Mm -hmm. instead of writing to that sister it's to all of us yeah and sometimes it'll be a lot of stuff and and my dad just doesn't want to see all this stuff and my dad will write unsubscribe (laughs) Which I
0: think is great. Oh, that's so good. He's over Unsubscribe, yeah.
1: Oh, he's like, what is this? And his phone just starts, like, blowing up. I'm like, it's just the family. He's like, Ugh. Oh,
0: God, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah, my mom just goes whenever my mom it doesn't want to text anymore. She goes, okay, bye-bye, is what she just texts. And she signs every text, Karen, at the end.
1: Does she really? It's her
0: auto signature. It says, Karen. <laughs> Like I wouldn't know that it was <laughs> That's her. Great. Yeah. And it just, it adds a weight to everything she I said. I think I saw a
1: little bit of Karen action because you have just spent, came back from a month in Florida.
0: Yeah, Miami. So nice. Yeah. Where in
1: Florida were you? Miami. I didn't even know that. I thought you were just making a, a sound like
0: Miami. I am. I am Miami. But Miami. you were saying Miami? Miami. Miami, Miami okay. Florida. 305. Home, nice. home of Pitbull. Um. Mr. Worldwide, in case you haven't heard of him.
1: Um, And your mom's down there. Mom
0: and dad are down there.
1: And I think I saw her doing your hair.
0: Sure, that was one night. Yeah, she was doing my hair. She's a cosmetologist.
1: Does she do a specific fun style that you don't normally do
0: no she like redid like i put a little red in and okay. like dark brown and nice. that was it yeah i just take advantage of having it's i was fun. like you know i recommend getting a mom who's a cosmetologist and if you're you an have any control. only child only child that's nice for you rotten. Rotten. Spoiled. yeah you're just spoiled no i'm not at all not even a little bit um yeah only child i just i, I just when i was home for the entire month i just felt like i was constantly third wheeling for my parents great yeah so you learn a lot yeah. You stay
1: home uh you don't have to buy any food. No, like it was a, a nice month. month. Yeah. It's just whatever's in the fridge. You're just like, Oh, it's like an open it's like an open buffet here. This is great. Yeah, and
0: the only d- turn off is I just, you know, the trade off is I just have to teach my mom how to double click on a mouse yeah. eight times a day. She's like, Brat and I'm like
1: I like to I'm cook like, for everybody mm-hmm. when I'm home. I like to do a I of-
0: bake for everyone when I'm what home. What do you bake? Everything. I bake a bunch of cookies, cheesecakes, What's all that. specialty. S- I make a double layer cheesecake. So around the holidays I did How do you make cheesecake? Um cheesecake is like Is eh. that cream cheese? Lots of cream Just cheese. A lot of cream cheese. Lots of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's a double layer. So I do the top layer is pumpkin pie and then the bottom layer is cheesecake. So it's like mm. a domain. It's pretty good. And that's and then, a store
1: bought crust base? Nah, it's homemade crust. Homemade crust. Is yeah. that a graham, graham cracker?
0: Graham crackers and everything. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cookie crust. Yeah. That
1: sounds None great. None of that
0: store bought bullshit. I'm not an authentic woman in a lot of ways, but that is one.
1: I do apple pie. I used to do apple pie 100% from scratch. I make my own crust. and I do the whole thing. You have to use like lard and mm-hmm. it takes forever. It and you does. know what? Store bought apple pie crust is great.
0: Yeah, it's fine. If you it's if it's not the thing you want to dedicate time to, it's not.
1: I did it for a while. I'm like, this is such a waste it's of
0: time. It's a time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so true. It is.
1: It's such a waste. And
0: time. then you don't even want to eat it. Doing your own either.
1: apples. You got to do your own apples. Yes, you do. So you peel the apples. I have an apple peeler core that Mm I use. And then you got to do the whole with the seasonings and that's fun. Mm-hmm. And then we dump uh, Grand Marnier into it. The family's like they dump in the booze and the Grand I do The whole thing, the whole the thing is uh, soaked yeah. in alcohol. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's interesting because it's like I, I really do like to bake but when I'm not in the mood to make it, bake it, it's evidently clear because somewhere along the line the recipe gets just a little fucked up. Yeah. Like a little bit. Yeah.
1: You're like oh I forgot that one thing. I always when I do anything I'm more of a I like to cook. I don't, I don't like to bake because I'll forget mm. that thing you need like baking powder. Yeah. You know, or salt. Or,
0: or you'll put baking soda instead of baking powder and then you can't figure out why like the whole cake is inverted or yeah. whatever and you're like, oh, there you go. A couple years ago, my mom is an incredible cook, hates baking. Mm-hmm. She's the store-bought one and I'm like, no. Uh, and we were at Thanksgiving, my whole family in Jersey, they flew up and we were doing, she had this whole pumpkin muffin something recipe. Pumpkin muffins, muffins Pumpkin muffin, it was yeah. supposed to be. But she is doesn't have the precision for baking feel like cooking's more like intuitive like okay put a little more and she just goes we're making it i go where's the recipe and she's like it's up here yeah and i was like that's not valid where's the recipe so she goes it's two eggs and then she goes there are three i don't and i'm like
1: "Mom, eggs are important eggs are important (laughs) we can't
0: kind of fuck this up and you know so i'm going this is going to be a disaster and sure enough it was yeah and it was like the laughing stuff like they were like a pasty disgusting they tasted like pumpkin play-doh is what they came out and tasted like mm-hmm. uh but then my family's full of jokesters so as people started trickling in for thanksgiving weekend we were like ah, have you tried Aunt karen's muffins <laughs> and they were like no And we were like oh my god they came out so good so good and then filming everyone's reaction as they take the first bite and they go what the fuck
1: they lose a tooth
0: yeah it's stuck to the roof of their mouth
1: yeah
0: um Oh, do you have
1: an awkward or cringeworthy story?
0: I mean, where to begin? Something
1: recent and, you know, it doesn't have to be like horribly deep. Have you fallen down recently? It
0: happens to me so <laughs> much. I fall in and I can't get up. It happens to me so much that I I don't even know where to where to begin. I had a recent story, a celebrity story I can tell okay. you. It actually just came to my mind. I haven't told it in years. I was uh, so I so used to work in the music business, right? right? And when I was an assistant, I worked this premiere party. They had me working after after work and just checking people in. Mm-hmm. You know wristbands, all that kind of stuff, and I was sick as a dog over it. Like, didn't want, didn't want to be there. It was really, really sick that night, to remember. But my boss sent me to work for an extra two or three hours. And there's some famous people, some people that I recognize, and I'm checking them in. I'm like dejected, uh, and all of a sudden, I think the event's underway and the checking in is done. And in comes a, a, a Robert De Niro. Oh, comes at the check-in table. And the so, Irishman. The Irishman, yeah. He's not Italian at all. He's Irish, you know, in real life. Is he? Yeah. Someone told me that. Biggest letdown of my entire life. Interesting. Anywho, I digress. It was free candy at this event. I was slouched over, like snot hanging out of my nose. So sick. I had a mouthful of peanut M&Ms. And Robert De Niro goes, hello, at the table. And I go, "Huh," uh. <laughs> And he goes, have you seen my wife? And I said, I don't know your wife. And he went, uh. And it. Who is his wife? Um, I don't know who his wife was at the time. I still don't know who his wife was. But it's very funny that it's like the biggest movie star in the world, and, and you, there was you like did
1: not have the answer snot for him. and
0: peanut M and M's, and I didn't give a fuck like at all. And I just and he assumed I would know who he was, which was is your, really funny. That was your big break, and I missed it. And you that's it. and that's you know why I'm a stand up comedian and not an actress. No, um, but I just think it's so funny that he goes hello, and I go ah, and he goes. Have you seen my wife? Have you seen my wife? And I, go, I don't know your wife. And I think goes, it's a funny,
1: uh, it's a funny typical old man question to ask a stranger. Like, do you know where, where my wife? To, where am I supposed to be?
0: be? Do you have my my wife has my wallet? Where is she? Yeah. So
1: when I was working, uh, I guess that's
0: not that awkward. No, but it's fine. It's funny.
1: It's funny. You know? Yeah. When I was working at Letterman, uh when I first moved to the city, I worked in the audience department, and yeah. I dealt with. The audience, but also I would sometimes deal with uh, guests and stuff. So it was like people would come in, they would get out of their cars. And I was mm-hmm. on the street corner and there was the stage door, which was beyond the Hello Deli where Rupert G used to be. Mm-hmm. And I was dealing with like a line of people and this big black SUV came out and it stopped and the door opened and it was, um oh God, who was? I would was, I was say Maria Brantford, but it wasn't Maria Brantford. Huh. Who am I thinking of? Uh, it was Amy Sedaris. Uh. Amy Sedaris gets out with this, Big poofy dress, and mm-hmm. she's very, very tiny. She's about your height. Or really? Shorter. I yeah. did not know. And she got into his lunch. She goes, "Am I supposed to be talking to you?" And I ah! was like, "I was like, hello. I don't think so, but I'm gonna find someone who you are supposed to talk you know? to." And she was like, "Okay." <laughs> was just, she was just like, "She was like, hello. Am I supposed to be talking to you?" Yeah. Like, I'm like, "Hello, Amy Sedaris. No, but let me let me get someone for you." That's funny. It was just like she was so delightful and and friendly.
0: Yeah yeah
1: like, hello stranger with a clipboard you look like you're like you work yeah, here and i'm like you no know. i kind of i guess I, I i'm kind of authoritative with my clipboard this yeah. is me i'm like 23
0: yeah people think clipboards have the answers of the world you see someone with the clipboard i'm a 23 and you're year like,
1: old probably wearing cargo shorts <laughs> we love it <laughs> with with my little clipboard yeah it was fun
0: that's awesome yeah truly marty i just feel like so many awkward not not a lot embarrasses me I, it takes like a really a lot for me to for me to really be like humiliated. So for like it's, which is probably
1: <laughs> So tell me this about a the lot show. About me. Uh what's gonna be on the show on the thirty first at Caveat? Oh yeah. Violently funny. Yeah. And it's you and what is your partner's name on the
0: Onika McLean. Onika
1: McLean. Yeah. And she also does stand up?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it's going to be you two hosting. Yes. Yeah. And then how many guests?
0: Oh, so we have a whole variety show planned for everybody. Tell actually. me about the variety show. Oh, I would love to. Okay. Um, it's me and Onika b- b- bullshitting up at the top, which is how every episode begins. Um, it's just us yelling at each other and riffing off each other for about 15 to 20 minutes and catching up. Uh, we have someone from a portion of the proceeds for the show are going to Safe Horizon, where we met. Okay. DV, nonprofit, leading nonprofit in the country as well, too. Um, Someone from Safe Horizon is going to talk. So we're going to do a brief interview with them about just like a normal podcast recording, like a live recording. Um, And then the show gets fun. And then we have a panel of comedians who also identify as survivors. And we're going to all go around and tell a joke that we've written about domestic violence because we all have them. And Mm -hmm. we don't we can't quite. You just can't always like we know. I don't know if I'll be able to tell those jokes tonight. What's a old typical man
1: what's a typical domestic violence joke? Is it like something like looking at the bright side of
0: yeah, some or about very retelling
1: traumatic thing,
0: retelling your experience, but doing it in a funny way because you're a comedian, so you see everything right. through a through a it's jokeable way. Yeah. Um, like, I, you know, I have some, I have all this stuff about how I like older men and I like angry men that I can fight. I like really fighting with my boyfriends. So I have some punch, like the punchlines, like I have a black belt and white men and stuff like ah. that. Yeah. And like stuff like that. Or like, uh, when you meet someone named Brittany, you either want to take him to the mall or punch him in the face. If you're my ex-boyfriend, you got to do both. Oh. Lucky guy. Yeah, I know. It gets an oh, but I love it. I love yeah. that joke, you know? Um. It's
1: empowering. Yeah,
0: it is. It's, um. Well,
1: you're taking it back.
0: Yeah. You know? It's um, something about: because I, I saw
1: something, and I just love that I'm just talking all over you. I'm sorry. Oh my God now, I saw something on Instagram where you were documenting, uh, re-upping a, a restraining order. I was. So I got
0: denied, but that's okay. The they, system beat me.
1: They can deny you. Yeah. To re up a restraining order. Yeah, because it was is out it of, a yearly thing.
0: Is it? It varies. Mine was two years, and okay. I thought I was being proactive and just being like, eh, I don't want him bothering me. Not that I even think he would. So but, you were doing yeah. it before
1: it ran out. Yeah. Okay.
0: And I spent a whole day at court.
1: So then they have. They said you have to wait until it runs out.
0: Uh, no, they just said no to extending it completely.
1: They said. We say you are fine now.
0: Yeah, and that he did nothing wrong. To which I said to the male judge, "Tiny penis you have. You have a tiny, tiny penis." Wow. No, I didn't. I, I almost did though. But um, that seems
1: like a broken system. It was
0: a little bit broken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he said, "He goes, I, I don't know, Miss Bravey hasn't done anything wrong." And I was like, "Hmm, that's a big statement." Is there a
1: time amount where he he has to do he has to do something for it to get reapplied?
0: Uh, that would be the <laughs> that would be the ideal case. Yeah. Hey can you just come and hit me one more time so I have a reason just pull my hair oh. a little bit no I'm okay um, it's no it's it, it's it's just the logic contradicts itself yeah it does because it was like well he hasn't done anything wrong and he didn't and I'm like well he because he couldn't he had a restraining order exactly. for two years like so kudos to him for following the right, rules right. you know once in his life
1: right and then um, since he did nothing in two years because he wasn't legally allowed to come near you. Now it expires. Yeah, and now we hope for the best.
0: That, that's exactly what he said. He said, "I said, but we what happened?" <laughs> he goes, "I don't know. I can't control what happens out there." Wow. And I was like a plague on both your houses, and I stormed out of the courtroom.
1: <laughs> Good.
0: Yeah, I was like, I was like, this is an
1: outrage. That is that is an outrage. That doesn't yeah, really um, make. That's a little backwards. It's
0: like crazy. It's crazy too when you go to get a restraining order. There's like it. A lot. Of, I think it's because the system is so saturated too. Yeah. And I get it. There's there's like a girl next to me. And she's like, you're getting a restraining order. It's like deep in Brooklyn, the courthouse. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I'm getting one because my ex-boyfriend is dating a new bitch. And I'm going to get a restraining order on his new bitch so I could go and beat her up. And she can't do nothing about it. Uh, uh, uh. And then I was like, what? That's like, logic. Yeah. And she's like, why are you getting one? And I was like, it's not the same. No. It's just a different situation. Yeah. You know? Um
1: that was less uh, there's less uh, conniving planning yeah. <laughs> forward thinking. Yeah. Of what the plan. They, she was kind of playing a chess match. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's like, I, I could see how that's bending
1: the law a little. She had she had a couple of moves planned. It
0: was very funny to see her walk out of the courtroom, though, and no one go, I didn't get it. Fuck. And then I walk. And I was like, hmm. she looked at me initially and she was like, good luck. This was like years ago. And I was like, oh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Wow. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was, I, I wanted to try and keep him. Restraining Wonders are like blocking people irl yeah. you know And yeah. i wanted to kind of keep that yeah you know but it's okay um but yeah panel of comedians that all identify as survivors telling jokes we're going to answer dating questions from the audience too it'll be funny that's great yeah. are you gonna have any giveaways um plus one vibrators You're gonna have some vibrators on. there
1: at the live event yeah. all right
0: and uh live music we have a musician a soul singer she wrote an entire ep chronicling an abusive relationship from like start mm-hmm. to exit and she's very talented, so she's going to close the show with some an acoustic set. That sounds great. It's a little bit of everything. It's going to be a really fun night.
1: So everybody needs to come out to Caveat on January 31st. Um, What time? 7?
0: 7 to
1: 8.30. 7 to 8.30. Is yeah. that a Friday? Friday night. Friday night. No so, excuse, man. Yeah, you need plans. Friday night, go to Caveat's website to get tickets. Yep, yep, yep. Um, And do you have a violently funny website?
0: Yeah, we do. Well, it's um violently funny on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Anchor, SoundCloud, Instagram.
1: Anywhere you get podcasts.
0: Anywhere you get podcasts. Is it at
1: Valently Funny on Instagram?
0: Yep, at Valently Funny Nicely Podcast. Yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if you're know, if you in New York it, at any given moment in a comedy scene, you'll see me and Onika screaming close enough. So we're, we're a loud well, pair. Well, I look forward
1: to seeing you guys screaming at each other. In real life, on the 31st. Yes. I'm we, come out. It's we fun. are our
0: own abusive relationship. We joke about it all the time. We're like, this is a little toxic, but we And love where it. do
1: you usually do, do you do Old Man Hustle a lot for stand-up comedy?
0: Sometimes. Yeah, I'm all over. I'm at a Caroline's a lot lately. That's great. Greenwich Village Comedy Club.
1: Um, Have you been to Broadway. that, uh, the new Eastville Comedy Club? i have brooklyn it's very nice is it yeah. yeah i saw it when it was closed and i kind of peeked in and i was like oh that looks good yeah 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 i did the tile the no same it's way. nice
0: it's very nice um i don't know i'm all i'm i'm all over i'm at broadway a lot caroline's a lot
1: where can people see your schedule for stand-up
0: britneybrave.com baby <sighs> nice. she finally got a website that's great i consider myself someone who has her shit very together but first i took me so long to get a comedy website nearly two almost two years and it just was like oh, also I don't just know. follow
1: you. Uh, is it at Brittany Brave on Instagram? Yeah, and uh, you put stuff up on the Instagram stories a lot all the time. I do. I, have, I
0: try to be. I'm trying to create content for the kids. This is great. I'm willing to hurt myself for a good TikTok video.
1: <laughs> Are you on the TikTok?
0: I just figured it out, and I get I have a seizure every time I log in. I can't figure it. It's isn't like, it? Isn't, blah,
1: blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, isn't it just Vine from 15 years ago?
0: It, it's like Vine meets Snapchat.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's everything in one. And how long are the videos on TikTok?
0: I think they're, I think they're like so upwards of like a minute. Okay. Everyone, adult and teens, like look like they just sniffed a lot of glue before they went on TikTok.
1: That's like the truly. That's the attention span now for any consumption of content. It's like one minute.
0: Yeah, it's exa- that's it. Give
1: me your best shot. You have one. minute.
0: One minute. <laughs> yeah, that's it really you've got like 30 seconds because about halfway through that minute I figured out if I like you or like, not. Like I'm done. Yeah. It's so seconds. funny with stand-up too. You feel it immediately. Like yeah. you just lose them so easily even if collectively you have a really good set. Yeah. You're like yeah that's it. That's all it t- that's she's all on know. her phone. Fuck her. That's it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Phones have to be just the bane of the existence of comedians. You're just like they're checking their email. Yeah. Like you can see that glowing screen from yeah. the stage. Like what, what's going on? Here? Yeah. I wish there was a the thing where it, it like just deactivated everything and like the little zone that would be really so you nice. Just watch because they do that thing where they put the phones in the little bags
0: sometimes. at the cellar. They do, I think. Do yeah, it's that. yeah. smart. Yeah, that is smart, and it forces you to, to pay yeah. pay attention. Or I just feel like, to a lot of people it, sometimes it's not malintent, but they just feel like they need to capture it at concerts, too. Yeah, and it's like, or just. Capture here yeah. the the original
1: way. I had to tell someone yeah. to stop recording at a Guaranteed <laughs> Delivery show and she didn't mean anything by it. No, I'm sure. She didn't even understand what I was asking her. Yeah. I was like, you can't, you can't. I'm like, please stop recording. Like, yeah. the, the comedian didn't say anything. I was like, can you please stop recording? And she was like... What? And I'm like, yeah, you had to stop recording. Yeah. And she was like, okay. Like, yeah. like, she had no idea why I was talking here. Like, no one even <laughs> gets it. Like, yeah. At all. Or I've, like,
0: I've even been on shows too that record it and they're like, uh, sometimes it's professionally recorded and they're like, can we just upload this? And I'm like, or when people do it on Instagram, it, that's also frustrating for a comedian if something's on the newer side. I actually think I saw Aparna Nanchula tweet something about this like a while ago. So mm-hmm. she was like, please, 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 if you come to a show of mine, do not record yeah like it actually record it and put it on your instagram story sometimes stuff is new and i'm not entirely comfortable with it yet and then it's it's out there yeah you know it's that's annoying
1: it's very annoying anytime i promote the guaranteed delivery show on instagram i always do sound off yeah you know so it's just like you see them on stage hey they're on stage they're moving around they're they're doing stuff yeah you can't you can't capture the whole joke on whatever 10 seconds it is anyway so turn off the sound yeah we have a nice little uh a boomerang of, of someone be doing something funny on stage, that's fine. That's it. That's yeah. all you
0: need. Yeah. If you want to see
1: them do the jokes, just go see a show. Yeah, yeah. Or watch them on Netflix.
0: I just, even too, it's, you know, there's so many things about a comedy show. It's just consumed differently. People just show up and just don't laugh, too. And yeah. you just see it the entire show. The, like, not only you, you're just like, why are you here?
1: Yeah.
0: Did you, get, <laughs> did you lose a bet? Yeah. Like, did you, like, why? I'd rather you not.
1: Yeah, just don't even be here. I'd
0: rather a crowd of four people, but they're no. like, really want to see New that's, York comedy. Yeah, that's definitely and true.
1: I've been, I've been to a, a, t- a tiny, tiny show, and it was a great crowd. Yeah. And I've been to shows that have been p- packed with people, and they were horrible.
0: Preposterous, crowds. awful, yeah. I've done, like, a room of 300. I remember my worst bomb, and I love Broadway comedy, though, my worst bomb was, like, it was a sold-out show on a Saturday, 300, and it's they were just so drunk by the time I went on stage. No fault of Broadway. It was just, you know, what it was. Yeah, And then I had a spot right after in, like, a Bushwick laundromat, I think, for, like, eight people. And... They're, they're fans now that yeah. will come to a show, and I'm like, isn't that funny how it works? It's yeah, just, you know,
1: because some of those small shows, you can make such a connection with the crowd yes. where they like, they're like, oh, I love this person.
0: Yeah, especially if you're you get good at that's a show good for crowd work too. Yeah, because I don't know if they want to really hear your your setup punch setup punch. Yeah, if they're close enough. You might as well let them know who Britney is at that yeah. point. There's and a like, great show you
1: know? um in. Fort green at hungry ghost coffee shop it's keenan steiner's show
0: keenan's cool yeah yeah i know keenan
1: it's called comedy at the corner and he does it uh, i think twice a month
0: that is his show and it's yeah. a teeny
1: teeny weeny coffee shop love and it it's, they keep it open late just for the show it usually closes earlier and then they, they like serve beer just for the show and it's tiny but like the crowd is like fun yeah and they don't need a ton of people to make it like a good crowd and i've seen he had like Alexandro there. Nice. You had Rosebud Baker there. Nice. Like yeah, he gets, yeah. He pulls in like some talent. And I think it's like a $5 donation. And I'm just like, and it's so close to me that I come out just because I'm like, well,
0: it's what? right there. Why not? There's a
1: couple of shows where I'll always go. Like, I'll always go to Union Hall for Picture This, which is a great show. Mm-hmm. Jason Chaffield and um, uh, Ian Ian uh, Fidance. Nice. And um, Littlefield sometimes, but I still need to go to Butterboy. And uh, what's the one? Um, up, 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 up. cherry tree bar yeah has the best back room for comedy and you can do the bad news show which is run by uh Carmen Legala and then you can do Thursday's airplane mode and that's uh Jeffrey airplane mode is Jeffrey good. asmos
0: yeah and also um um black guys Tyler Richardson Tyler
1: Richardson who oh, I love I've done so that funny. show many times he's very so funny. fun show yeah, that's Saturday's at uh, cherry tree what's yeah. a month yeah, but that place is so much fun, and it's like small, but you can get pizza, and it's like the great, like classic brick back wall, you yeah. know, like comedy wall, yeah, and like has this like deep red spotlight. You
0: can't put comedy everywhere. It's not like music yeah. where people are like, oh my god, beautiful acoustic singer songwriter, you know. So yeah. it's like you really the conditions have to be have to be right like the random things could take somebody out of a comedy show that you don't even know yeah like it's like even like greenwich village comedy club i've always had a good time there and i think it's the way the room is set up it's an older club but it's like low ceilings dim lighting you need to have like this intimacy yes yeah yeah they got to feel like they're in it with you um yeah I've done apartment shows some apartment shows are so fun too yeah. people are just like sitting around getting high having a beer Yeah, on a ca- and you're like oh I can actually really maybe like try some new stuff and like yeah. lean into it here with
1: people because they're open they're open they have no expectations
0: no 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 yeah. it's like an interesting thing as a young comedian to be like how do I prepare this for when I'm older and yeah. knock on wood playing bigger venues theaters and new wood s- new wood that's what I call the guy that I just started dating. Hey. Oh, my. No, I'm not dating anyway. Um, <laughs> no time. And um, no no time and no interest from anyone. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, how do you prepare as a, as a young comedian for your, like, y- you get the, you get good at the laundromat shows. Yeah. And the intimate pizzeria shows. And then it's like that incremental. So if you could do that, then how do you capture that feeling? In a room of three hundred, yeah. or in a theater, and how do you, you know,
1: that's yeah, that's the real test of like that next step, where it's like, yeah, you can kill for you know twenty-five people, but then they throw you in, you know, to Radio City, and can you, you know, how how do you handle that kind of a crowd? Right. Can you hold? Can you hold your shit together? How? Yeah, yeah.
0: A good joke can travel can travel throughout a, a big enough venue like yeah. that. Yeah, but then also sometimes too, big crowds when they're the right crowd. Sometimes when they're bigger. There's a natural good energy because it's a big show.
1: They're excited. They're excited. They're, they're like a oh, well, for- yeah. ton of
0: people are here. We're in it. Yeah.
1: They're they are there to laugh.
0: Yes, exactly. Like when you
1: have a crowd that's there to laugh, mm-hmm. that's a great audience member. Exactly. You know?
0: I've also had really small crowds too where it you could tell the fact that it was a small crowd was like detrimental. Mm-hmm. Like the people that were there were like, Why is there only ten people here? And yeah. then like that too. So it's yeah. like
1: being at a restaurant when you're like you're the only person at the restaurant. Yeah, like, and is then, this food going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. At least at the restaurant you have Yelp you can hop on yeah. and be like, is this what's uh, <laughs> someone died of food poisoning last month? Yeah, um, yeah. So it's interesting. It's all a learning process.
1: This is exciting. So how many minutes are you doing tonight at Old Man Hustle?
0: I think uh, eight. I, that feels right. Okay. Eight. And bucks you have in.
1: it all in your head already. You know what you're gonna do.
0: I'm doing all new stuff.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: fun. I gotta. I gotta get the. Uh, got to get the new jokes up to snuff. Okay. Yeah, so... to work them out. Work, work them out, out.
1: Work out the, the the wordage.
0: Yes. Yeah, we're working... We're gonna... <laughs> There's something there is the way you always tell her. There's something there. Got to
1: find that twist.
0: Yeah. I did a lot of writing while I was home and I didn't get on stage at all for a month. So a lot of this last week has been like getting back into it. And now I feel a little, I feel more into like a groove, Mm -hmm. but it's all new stuff. It's all that stuff that I spent writing and in my head for the last month that I'm just like, is this, is there something here? Is this anything? Is this anything? Is this something? Yeah. I'd like to have, I'd like to have a, you know another 15 to 20 in the next month or so
1: that's amazing yeah well i'm excited about the show it's violently funny yeah it's a podcast it's a live show on the 31st of january at caveat so get tickets to go see Brittany uh there or at old man hustle or the multitude of places at britneybrave.com follow you at britneybrave on instagram and Mm -hmm. twitter i'm on twitter brit brave brit brave on twitter yeah um, thanks so much for coming on Talk Radio. Thank you for having me, Marty.
0: And I broke in the new desk.
1: Broke the new desk. Yes. We'll see if it all falls down. I made this desk. You can still smell the stain. Um, mm. I've been in here all day, just getting high. It smells the... like a Pier One. It does smell like a Pier One. Wow. The Pier One Imports.
0: It's comforting.
1: Until you fall over. <laughs> yeah. It's um, comforting,
0: and also my head's spinning. No, yeah, <laughs> kind of. I kind of have a headache. That's okay. It's Everybody
1: okay. kind of has a headache after listening to my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, mine too. Yeah. yeah. So follow uh, the podcast online yeah. uh, at po- uh, Talkword Podcast, and follow Weekly Humorous at Weekly Humorous. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Thanks, Brittany. Briggs. Yeah.
0: Yay. Right. Thanks for listening to Talkword. Please subscribe, follow us, and visit weeklyhumorist